and welcome to the Indoors Podcast. I'm your host, Asher Korn, and this podcast is dedicated to interviewing local bands to find out how they have personally and emotionally been impacted by COVID-19 and what we can do to continue help supporting them. Each artist has submitted a sample of their music and a small bio to share in addition to their stories. This episode features Yale, a project conceptualized largely by Jackson Watkins. This band mostly exists to write noisy songs to contextualize science and art spaces. They often table zines focused on science and direct action, as well as political organization. The focus of the band is to create music that is fun to listen to and play, while also remaining cognizant of the inherent community politics that must exist in DIY spaces. This band strongly opposes spaces which intentionally try to remain apolitical or uninvolved in community organizing, especially in DIY but also like half their songs are about Animal Crossing, so it's definitely a balancing act. Jackson is an infectious disease researcher, so the current state of the world has very direct implications for the future of his field. He goes on to state, quote, I think all of us are necessarily interested because we've been forced to face the consequences of either losing our day jobs or potentially losing them. Many of us will lose loved ones in the coming months, and that's more terrifying to me than not being able to play live music for a while. The most important thing you can do now is join mutual aid networks, help organize rent strikes, and help everyone prepare for the coming economic and biological carnage. A lot will be at stake, so I think the most important thing is going to be getting involved with community mutual aid networks so we can address these things together. It's much bigger than music for us, as artists are not the only people being affected." End quote. Coming up is the aptly titled single, Non-Smokers Die Too, and an exclusive interview with Jackson and his bandmates Larson and Nick as they continue to talk more about COVID-19.
Yes, uh, my name is Jackson Watkins. I am a student at Colorado State University, and I play guitar and vocals in a band called Yale in Fort Collins as well. Uh, yeah, my name is Larson. I'm a CSU grad, and I play bass in another band called Yale that is in Fort Collins. Another band? There's two Yales. Oh my god, there's two Yales? Well, did I really let that slip? I uh, <laughs> was not supposed to reveal that. Oh no, somebody called the other, <laughs> the third Yale. Uh, how would you describe Yale? Uh, the music? I... How would you describe Yale, Larson? It's loud. We have screaming, but not on the stuff we've recorded. It's about a lot of things relating to, like, science and the history of scientific oppression, I guess, of people uh, in the United States and beyond. And it's kind of angry, but some of it's kind of not angry. I used to, like, walk around in uh, storm drain systems a lot when I was younger with a couple friends of mine and a lot of the songs that we play remind me of that experience of like walking around in a mostly dry tunnel and then all of a sudden coming across like a big body of water with like a dead raccoon in it Th this is not like a joke by the way this is like some this is definitely actually what i i think of when um a couple of our songs play it's just like it's like tight compact very loud um but sometimes very expansive and gloomy I remember those, Larson. They, uh, when I was a kid, I grew up in a suburb, mm. um, and people had like graffiti that they had written all over the walls. Yeah. And the further the tunnel, the darkness you could get to do a, like a tag, the cooler you were. Totally. And I was probably like ten years old. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Um, it's a really cool. That's experience. what I remember about. This. Yeah, it's probably yeah. not the best environment to be breathing in paint fumes, but. Um, <laughs> still a really yeah. cool experience, yeah. Certainly explains a lot about me. I Hello. Guess. Hey, Lars it's Nick. Larson, I can I can hear Nick? Larson. My name's Nick. I play drums in Yale. A description of the Yale music. That's tough, honestly. I think the best. If I had to sum it into one word, I would say that word is fun. It's fun music. It's and purposeful. It's it's fun, purposeful music. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how else to like describe all of it because every song is different to me in my in my opinion. But I would say it's fun and purposeful. All of them. Go purposeful music. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, then that's all, that's all Jackson's side too. I just play the drums, so <laughs> I'm more the fun part. <laughs> You, you are the fun part. You are what makes Well, we fun. all make the fun part, but I strive to make it as fun as I can in my little domain. I actually think Larson and I aim to make it as, as like, make us have as little fun as possible, <laughs> but you kind of ruin it yeah. for us. I'll, um, the next album, I'll work on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> are all of you in Fort Collins right now? Where are you calling from? Yes, I'm in Fort Collins. Yeah. In my bedroom. Yeah, I'm in my quarantine bunker here in Fort Collins. Yeah, I am actually in Loveland. 
but it's very, very close to Fort Collins, so it's like it might as well be considered Fort Collins. Can you talk a little bit about how all of you have been impacted by like the shutdown and quarantine and everything? Generally, it's been a little bit weird just because I think a lot of the activities that I participate in are like social activities that require human contact. So it's been, I guess, isolating in that sense, but I don't think it's been distressful beyond that. It, it hasn't gotten to a point where I feel like I'm in danger or that like my life is being drastically altered in a negative way. I think there's a lot of people in this country that have that privilege. Um, and I think there's a lot of people that don't, which is unfortunate. And that's, I think that's been on my mind a lot. Larson can talk a little bit more to this as well, but finding ways to like participate during quarantine to, to help out or contribute to like mutual aid funds or mutual aid projects if you don't have money to contribute to, to funds or like finding ways to work outside of work. I, I think COVID-19 is affecting our communities in ways that a lot of us don't see, especially people who are from certain positions of privilege. So just kind of like figuring out how to help, I guess, has been a goal. So yeah, that's how it's been. I, don't, I haven't really thought about Yale much, honestly. It's It'll come back when it comes back. I, I don't make my living, none of us make our living through this band. So it's been a little bit of a bummer because it's fun to play together, but it hasn't been anything detrimental financially or otherwise, I don't think. I think for me, my mental health has actually improved a little bit under quarantine. And I think that goes to show how bad it was previously. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, that's mostly a joke, but it, just in terms of, like, I feel like I've been able to actually focus in a lot of ways that I wasn't able to before. I was laid off, or I guess technically furloughed from my job at the beginning of the crisis. So right now I'm just collecting unemployment and waiting around for that job to start back up again. But because of that, I've had, like, a lot more time to focus on uh, reading, writing, kind of focusing on the future, assuming that there is one, and doing some, uh, like... Due to technical difficulties, part of the interview was lost at this point. We are rejoining the interview at the next question, which talks about Non-Smokers Die Too, the song that was submitted by Yale for this podcast. Uh, I hate to ask you to repeat yourself, but can you, again, talk a little bit more about uh, Non-Smokers Die Too? That's, it's probably good. I'll probably, I got practice in. Uh, okay. it's, that's <laughs> about, um, an infectious disease I study called, well, the bacteria is called Mycobacterium tuberculosis, but it causes tuberculosis, which is the deadliest disease in the world. But the song is about, it's just a little poem about like the social context of TB in early 1900s America while we were fighting wars and dealing with the basically like a workers' revolution in the early 1900s. And how it was affecting people in that era of the United States and like who was being sent to war and who was being killed at work basically in the name of like advancing whatever the American imperial goal was at the time but it doesn't come off very well because it's a piece of poetry I wrote a really long time ago that is really short and I was trying to structure it in a song but that's effectively it's, it's a tuberculosis song. <laughs> Yeah, Nick can probably talk about writing the drums for that one. Yeah, for that whole EP, it was it was pretty simple actually. Jackson came to me and said, "Hey, I have five songs. You want to 
drum on them? And I said, yes. And then we did it. And that was about as far as my recollection goes, because it all happened so quick. We got together in my basement and literally wrote all five of those lung disease songs in probably two hours, I would say. Like whatever you whatever you hear when you listen to them is pretty darn close to what we played in that basement the very first time we ever got together. So what I what I went into it with when he showed me the songs is they seemed I don't, I don't know how to say it's strange, but not really strange. They were just they were new. They had a good fresh feeling to them. I wanted to carry that over into the percussion and I wanted the percussion to feel very fresh and like energetic and very different from like stuff that I would normally play or just stuff that like most people would normally play. So I tried to keep it as like interesting as possible. And again, back to what I said at the beginning, it was, it sounded fun and I wanted to keep that like fun, energetic feeling to it. So that's kind of what I had in mind for writing all of the drum parts, especially non-smokers. I remember when, when I first heard Jackson play like the intro riff to non-smokers and like explain the structure I, I just like instantly knew I was like people are gonna like that song because it's like it's hard this song goes hard <laughs> and I like it I think we did a really good job recording it too do you have any anything you'd like to say at the end of the interview I think there are a few different kinds of musicians around Fort Collins and uh, uh, I guess at risk of sounding I guess at risk of sounding a little bit pretentious like the, the point of DIY is not music in and of itself DIY is sort of a localized community effort community movement that's supposed to and always has historically um, involved much much more than the music that goes into it or even the artwork that goes into it they're obviously prime components, right? But um, I think if you're looking to carry forward the spirit of DIY, which has become a very cool buzzword recently, um, I think the best thing to do is figure out ways to like directly benefit or or help out um, within your community in ways that don't revolve around performance music right now, because um, obviously we can't do that. But the really cool thing about belonging to like a scene like this is that the point never was to just have these cool shows. It's it's DIY has historically always been political activism. Mm-hmm. So it is hard to not talk about politics when we talk about what we do as far as music goes. So trying, I guess, to follow those guidelines and not advocate anything politically, I would say get involved with people in your community who are doing things that help those who are most adversely affected by this this disease because there are a lot of people right now that are struggling a lot and I think a lot of people in the music scene come from places of extreme privilege and I think a lot of us get that like it's not lost on us but I don't know if you want to keep that mentality moving forward I think it goes beyond like live streams of your fucking music online i think a lot of it has to do with how you get involved in a crisis like this with people who are most adversely affected by it and that should go beyond the disease that should because people are consist constantly being screwed by all kinds of things in the world and that was happening before and will happen long after this disease so yeah there's my soapbox <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I think for shout outs, I'd like to shout out U.S. postal workers, delivery drivers of all kinds, like UPS drivers, FedEx drivers, food delivery workers. A lot of those folks are in very dangerous situations. They're not being given the protective equipment that they need to make sure that like they and the people that they serve are protected. And a lot of them are going through organizing efforts. I know that there are several Teamsters locals that are working very, very hard against their employer to make sure that they can actually get protective equipment for themselves uh, to protect themselves and the people that they deliver to, despite like man uh, management's like utter <laughs> lack of regard for anything that's not purely bottom line. So shouting those people out, I think is really important. I think they're really overlooked. I think teachers and instructors too, who are having to adapt to teaching people remotely if they even can, and students in the public school system who relied on the public school system in order to get food who may not have access to the breakfast and lunches that they were able to get before. So again, I'd definitely not a call to action for FEC guidelines, but definitely, you know, if you are so inclined, keeping those people in mind, finding ways to, if you're so inclined, uh, research how to donate to strike funds and mutual aid efforts to make sure that people can get protective equipment, food, and safe and healthy, you know, working environment or home environment, I think it's really important. Yeah, I think uh, Jackson and Larson again beat me to the punch and took it took everything right out of it. So I uh, take that. Pretty much, I pretty much wholeheartedly agree with everything you guys are saying, and I <laughs> I don't really have much else to add. I would just say again, if you feel so inclined, just to continue to support the people around you and the people that you care about in any way, shape, or form that you possibly can, because I know not everybody can afford to, especially in a time right now, be donating money to. The, all the wonderful causes out there that we have as like relief, but just donating in any sort of way that you can, if you feel like you have. Oh no. Have we lost him again? <laughs> oh, uh, it's okay. Well, you can piece some piece something together, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, different sections Heck of the no. <laughs> Thanks Hello. for bearing with I, us. I Oh, there he is. I heard hey. everybody go, oh no, and I was I looked down and my phone was black again and I was like, you're kidding. <laughs> I'm so bad at watching the, the phone and keeping it on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was kind of talking in an endless loop. Just uh, continue to watch out for the people around you and just be safe. That's my, that's my parting remarks. <laughs> thanks for dealing with us i feel like it's really hard mm -hmm. for us to like remain politically neutral in our language just because the nature I feel like of the it's band to... and the music scene <laughs> yeah. yeah i feel like it's well, hard I... to deal with yale in general no matter what the topic oh that's is. true that's, <laughs> that's very true difficult we just kind of <laughs> suck wait so I just personally wanted to extend a thank you to everyone in Yale for being involved in this interview, especially during all of the technical issues we had throughout the course of recording. Thank you so much. I also wanted to thank KCSU for allowing me to have a platform on which to share these artists' stories. 
there will be a new episode of Indoors every week, so make sure you check out kcsufm.com each time a new episode is released. If you are a local artist who is interested in being interviewed for Indoors, the application is still open at tinyurl.com indoors audio. That's tinyurl.com indoors audio. Thank you all so much. Please remember to stay safe and wash your hands for a minimum of 20 seconds.